0: Sometimes we may think that we live in tumultuous or unrestful times. To some degree, that's true. But within the last hundred years, there have been times that have been even more unsettled. There's been wars, world wars, and great unrest and peace. At the time of Jesus' birth, when He came into the world he came into a world that was relatively peaceful. In fact, it was the first time that you could say there was a worldwide peace since the creation. It was called the Pax Romana. Augustus had brought it about, and during his long reign of 41 years, there was a relative peace in the world which allowed the gospel message despite the persecutions, to spread throughout the known world. The reason I mention this peace, though, is because that is a worldly peace, or a relative peace. It's not the kind of peace that Jesus promises this evening when he says, Peace be with you. Even though we're reading this in the evening, you might think, well, what time of the day did he actually say it? Well, it was in the evening. It was to his disciples on the first Sunday. The first day of his resurrection. The theme of peace recurs in the scriptures quite frequently. In the book of Numbers, the priest was called upon uh, by God through Moses. Say to Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the people. And as one of the lines of that blessing, the priest would pray, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. When we go to confession, there's a line that we can sometimes um, perhaps not fully hear or take to heart because it's really near the end and by that point you're ready to just jet out of the door, go to get your penance done and get back on the road. But the priest says, may God give you pardon and peace. There's something that our souls need, not just forgiveness, but the peace of Christ. Peace in the the Christocentric sense, or the sense of Christ's peace, is something that is more than just the absence of strife, of war, of disagreements. But there's a positive quality to it. Something that is richer and deeper. First, let's bring up an objection, though. Does Jesus really want to give us peace? After all, he said, Do not think I have come to bring peace to on earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes will be those of his own household. It seemed that there's... Two contradictory things here. He's giving his apostles peace, but he says that he's come to bring a sword. What Christ means here is that he's not come to bring the kind of peace that everybody else was looking for. We're enjoying the Roman peace right now. The people of the first century could have said, the Messiah will bring a greater peace, where Israel will be on top, rather than Rome. That's not my type of peace, Jesus says. The peace is a kind of peace that is interior, that may be existing in spite of great strife. It may even be the cause in a certain sense because of your fidelity to me of bringing external conflict with others. John's account of the the same uh, gospel that we heard tonight from Luke says, Peace I leave with you. Actually, this is uh, not the same account. This is much earlier in in John's gospel, actually before he even dies. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. What is it that causes unpeace in our lives? What is it that takes the peace of Christ from us? It could be anxiety, It could be a lack of direction. It could be uncertainties about the future. It could be our own thoughts, which are not disciplined. And they they lead us in all kinds of conjectures or all kinds of possibilities that disturb our soul. Bishop Burbage recorded about a three-minute message on the the diocesan uh, Two Minutes to Virtue, speaking about today's Gospel. It's worth listening to. And in there, he he asks the questions, have you ever noticed that you don't have peace when you're not in right relationship with God? You know, the cares of this world can so crowd out our soul that we we, we fail to take time for prayer. We pass the church, perhaps, but we don't stop in. Where the peace that we we seek could be found right here before the tabernacle. So not just sin, but failure to create space for God can lead to an unrest in our souls. Finally, two last things that can also take uh, peace from us, and that is unforgiveness. If there's somebody who's hurt us deeply and we're having a hard time forgiving them, there's a certain... Anxiousness or uh, restlessness in our spirit, and we won't be able to experience the peace of Christ. And finally, I kind of already touched on this, but that interior disposition, which is grasping for more, uh, it's, it's not satisfying, but it's looking for peace in all the wrong places. Peace is, a, is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's not something that we can directly um, create or manufacture, but it's something that descends upon us when we have a life that is ordered according to God's law. You know, I was talking with Father Justin maybe several months ago. Uh, Sometimes he and I will grab breakfast together, and he and I both like uh, to cook up a few eggs together. And he said, you know, in India, there was a problem where we were getting eggs from China And it looked like a good egg, you cook it, but if you overcooked it or cooked it too fast, you'd notice that it looked kind of rubbery. And he said basically they figured out what was happening is these were eggs that were, they were chemically made in China and they were being shipped into India. Take that as an example for trying to manufacture peace in your life. You may try and create every, all the ideal situation and say, then I'll be at peace. Then I won't worry about this when I'm financially secure, when uh, the kids have done this, when, they, when they've moved on, when i got this in my life going for me, or when this is absent from my life. That's trying to manufacture peace. It might look like peace. You might even be able to fool yourself for some time. But maybe it'll be in the gut that you know it's not the real thing. Whereas the peace of Christ is something that passes all understanding. It's something that goes beyond reason or our mere calculations. It's the real thing. In the liturgy of the Mass, we hear, after our, our Father, that prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. May the Lord not look on our sins. May we come to him, giving him the space where he can give us that greatest of gifts, that fruit of knowing that we are in right relationship with him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.